tuned for this podcast episode. I believe it is going to bless someone. Also, follow me on Instagram at z.qvee.n for more content and interactions. This podcast episode is a word, okay? Stay tuned, you guys. Welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Upper Room. I hope you guys are having a blessed and prosperous day. Okay, so today's podcast isn't going to be too long, but I believe there's a scripture that I want to share with you guys that I feel like will get the point across in this season, um, and I feel like will definitely bless somebody, okay? So I'm coming from Judges chapter 4, and in this chapter... You know, the Israelites were doing wrong once again, and he sent them under the rule of Sisera. He was evil. So, you know, they cried out, God heard them, and God is going to set them free. Um, And we have, in this book, we have Deborah, and then we have Barak. So Deborah was the, the lady prophet, and basically Deborah told Barak, go ahead. We're going to free the Israelites. God has given you victory. All you have to do is go. And so Barack was like, okay, I'm going to go, but I want you to come with me. And Deborah was like, okay, cool. I will come with you. But if I come with you, God is going to give the victory to a woman. And we don't know this woman. She just said to a woman, right? So as it goes, um, so Deborah went with him and they went, they're fighting Sisera's army right now. So everybody dies, but Sisera, all of Sisera's army, chariots, horses, warriors, all of them die, but Sisera, Sisera was the only one that got a chance to run away. And so we're introduced to this lady named Jael. It's the first time we ever heard of her name in scripture for the first time, her in Judges. Jael, she comes up and she basically seen Sisera running, was like, you know what, come in, you know, I will hide you from the Israelites. And so basically he hid her tent and she killed him with a tent peg and a hammer. Now, if you guys ever seen a tent peg, like a real tent peg and a hammer to nail the tents down, those things are long and they thick. So basically she sent the tent peg through his skull to the ground so he's basically between a, a rock and a hard place he ain't he ain't moving he ain't getting up he is dead the tent peg is in a skull he dead that's it so um she did that and god gave her the victory instead of barack and um looking and reading at this scene it is very gruesome to think that somebody in the bible would do this to think that god decided to have somebody that's not of his appointed to do this to somebody. So it is gruesome, but I like to say that JL is a thug, a holy thug, a holy thug. And what I mean by and what I mean by thug is she was able to get the assignment done. It was gruesome. Um, it may have hurt it. We don't know what she had to go through mentally to do this, but she got the assignment done. God appointed her for the assignment because God knew that Barack would want moral support from um from Deborah. But she got the assignment done. So after she got the assignment done, she said, you know, they came to find Sisera and she said he's in here. And they saw that she killed Sisera and they rejoiced. So my first point of today of today's podcast is don't be that person that God has to send somebody else to do it for you. 
Don't be that person, especially if God has already told you, I've given you victory over this. The battle is already won. I just need you to go do the assignment. I just need you to show up for the interview. I just need you to put your best foot forward. I just need you to have that confidence. I just need you to know that when you get there, the glory will already be there. The Lord is saying, I just need for you to show up and the victory is already won. I just need I just need for you to show up and it's already yours. But because, you know, um, low self-esteem, because you lack confidence or because you're overthinking and anxiety and nerves and because of all these things you see are too big for you because you feel like you need moral support to get you there or to feel like you can't do it alone when God has already told you, go ahead, go ahead. I've given you victory, go ahead. But because you're so in tune with you being scared or you're, or you're married to the idea that, you know, did God really give me victory over this? Did God really say I could do this? You will risk God giving the victory to somebody else. Yes, you know, they killed Sisera. Yes, they rejoiced. But could you imagine if God, could you imagine if Barack just said, you know what? Okay, cool. I'm going to just go do it. If God already gave me victory, his angels already went before me. It's already done. Could you imagine if, if Barack just would have went his his own, not even worrying about the second party, not even worrying about JL. She would have never came up. So what I have to say about this is even though it may seem hard, even though you you trying out for a team and everybody on the team six six and you six five doesn't mean that the victory in the, the, the battle is already won when you get there. Don't be that don't be so married to the idea of maybe or shouldn't I, I don't know. Don't be so married to those situations and those ideas to where you end up forfeiting because that's what Barack did. He forfeited his victory. He forfeited what he was supposed to. He forfeited the victory because he wanted he wanted somebody to go with him. And honestly, and honestly, that brings me to another point. Not everybody can go with you. Not everybody can go with you. The Lord told Rebecca, told, excuse me, the Lord told Deborah to tell Barack that he has, he already gave him victory. So Barack could have went without, could have went without Deborah. He didn't need Deborah at all. And you feeling like you need somebody to go with you. You will forfeit your victory. Deborah said, go ahead. God is giving you victory. Go ahead. But he was like, no, I want you to come with me. And she was like, okay, I'll come. But God's going to give your victory to somebody else. Like you're not going to get no honor off this. But he wanted that support. So sometimes we want people to go with you, but it's not always meant for people to go with you. The journey that God has you, he's going to separate you from the crowd. He's going to separate you from people. He may separate you from your friends. He may separate you from your from your family. It feels like isolation, but you will have victory in the end. You will have prosperity in the end. You will have wisdom in the end. You will have love, unfailing love. You will have guidance in the end. Not everybody is meant to go with you. Do not forfeit yourself. Don't forfeit your honor. Don't forfeit your name. Don't forfeit your integrity. Don't forfeit yourself. Don't forfeit who you are to make other people happy or to feel like you need that support or to feel like you need people on your side to agree with you. Because Barack could have went by himself and won, it would have been okay. But because he felt like he needed Deborah, he forfeited his victory to somebody that we didn't even, we never even heard of until, until, until like the 11th verse. We never heard of her until this chapter. But because he felt like he needed Deborah, he forfeited his victory. 
and gave it to somebody else when God never intended it to be her. But because the Lord knew Barack was going to be scary, he went ahead and gave it to somebody else. Don't don't be that person. If God is sending you, go. It may hurt. You may want to have somebody with you. You may you may want to have that support, but you are going to have to go and and get to it yourself. You you may be isolated, you may be separated. You know, I remember when I first um came to the Lord and he was just separating me. There was just a lot of separation going on like physically and mentally and I had to um, get in a space where he is going to separate you. It for solitude to happen, for him to speak to you, for him to to display who he is in your life, for him to display the works that he has for you, the plans that he has for you, for him to to display the person that he sees in you, not what society told you, not what situations told you, family. So for God to display to you his love, who he is, the prosperity he has for you, who he knows you to be, not what society told you, not what you fed yourself, not what your friends or family told you, but for what he knows you to be, for the things he knows for you to accomplish, for the plans he has for you. He has to separate you. And that takes time. Barack is probably used to being around Deborah. He's used to to she he's used of he's used to her telling him the different things the Lord has said. He is so used to all of these things. He's used to being around her. He's used to being around people. But the one moment God is like, go ahead. Lord didn't tell me to go. He told you to go. Go ahead. He already gave you victory over it. Just go ahead, do it, come back. Boom. We'll have the Israelites. We're good. But because he wants that, he wants to have somebody on his side to affirm him or to feel confident or to, or because he's so have anxiety or so nervous, God forfeited his blessing and gave it to somebody that we don't even know. That we never even heard of. And the, the last time we heard of her was in this chapter. She was came and went. Came and went. Don't let some don't let the God give you a blessing to somebody that's gonna come and go. And honestly, what's for you is for you. God will never give your blessing up. But if he has to send somebody to do the job, he will. He will. God wants us to do his job. God wants the honor and glory attached to our name. But if you're so filled up with your anxiety, if you're so filled up with your overthinking, you're so filled up with regret, you're so filled up up, up with, oh, I wish I would have did this and I wish I would have did that. I wish I would have did this. God is going to have to send somebody else because you're too stagnant. You're too stuck on what you've known. You're too stuck on your overthinking. You're too stuck on what you understand. When God is trying to get you to understand something bigger and better, God is trying to reveal your his glory. And he is trying to reveal who you are, who he knows you to be, the mountains he told you to climb, the things he's going to move out the way for you. The Lord already gave him his glory. He God already gave him honor. But Barack was too scared. Don't be scary. Be careful. OK. <laughs> All right. And the next point is JL. She came and went. We didn't hear of her again. But I just want to I just want to highlight how how her strength was magnified in this. Now, her killing Sisera is is very gruesome, um, is very vulgar. You can definitely see in your mind how she killed him with the tent peg and the hammer. But it just highlights how even though Barack wasn't able to do it, he got somebody else to do it and do it um, to display who he is, but also um, he got the right person. He got the right person for the job. 
he got the right person for the job. And she was close with Cicero. For her to come, for him to come into her tent, and she's like, yeah, oh, you know, I'll hide you from them. She, Cicero and JL's husband were actually friends. So she knew, she knew Cicero. And for her to be like, okay, cool, I'll hide you. But you know, it never highlights in the Bible how bad Cicero treated the Israelites. We ne- It never highlighted in the Bible what JL seen Cicero do, the type of person, um, the type of person she seen Cicero to be. It never highlighted that. So she probably seen this moment as a chance to get him. She probably seen this moment as a chance to, okay, cool. I see him do this and this. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And, and, and that's it. And we don't, we don't know. We don't know anything about JL. We just know that they're cool. But JL was the factor that, that is needed to get the job done. Even though God gave Barack the honor, but because he was too scared to get it, he gave JL the honor and she did it with persistence and she did it with execution. She did it with execution. It was very gruesome. But sometimes it takes it takes the ugly to get where it needs to be. It takes that it takes the darkness to get where it needs to be. Sometimes we just gotta nail our problems to the floor and say, God, okay, I'm with you. How we how we doing this? Sometimes we sometimes we gotta nail it all down and get to work. Sometimes we have to. Sometimes it's gonna be ugly. Sometimes what we gotta is sometimes it's literally like we're murdering our old self to get to where we need to be, and it's not gonna be pretty. It's gonna be vulgar. It's not going to be nice. It's hard. It's, it's always hard. But we have to nail these things down to first see the glory of God in our lives, but to understand who God has called me to be. Honestly, you're going to look at yourself two years from now and be like, man, how did I make it out of that? That's the JL spirit. When you literally nail all of that down and say, God, I'm rocking with you. Like, if you call me to this, I'm rocking with you. God, if you see me as this person, I'm rocking with you. Like, the thing is about it is God can do far more abundantly than we can think. And I'm thinking now, like, God, I can't wait to do this with my life, to do this with my life, to do this this with my life. The Lord is like, yeah, but I got so much more for you. You don't even understand it. And how I'm thinking is the bare minimum. How I'm thinking is the bare minimum. I'm pretty sure Cicero just ran to her tent and was like, okay, cool. I'm going to hide out for a few hours. They ain't going to catch me. Boom. He ain't waking up again. He ain't waking up again. That's how, that's how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. We have to die to our old self. We be like, okay, cool. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. Boom. The glory of God come, come in and, then, and your old self is dead. And I think I think a lot of problems come from because we know our old we knew our old self for so long. It's so hard to divorce our old selves. It's so hard to divorce how we used to think. The thought process has a lot to do with decision making. People are like, oh, you need to change your mindset. You need to you need to do this and do that. Changing mindset is hard. It is hard. But when I tell you, when the glory of God comes in, it is almost instant. Now, it takes time. But when his love comes in, you will see yourself as he sees you. You start to see yourself as he sees you. And you start to understand and live by live by who he's calling you to be. Like, you know, partying every weekend, you can't do that no more. You know, you got somewhere to go. You you must be about your father's business. There's assignment at hand and you partying and you drinking and you you smoking and you sexing and you lusting and you doing all this stuff is not going to get you where you need to go. 
It's not going to get you where you need to go. We literally have to nail everything down to get the assignment done. It is not easy. It hurts. It's aggravating. So one moment you feel like you moved on, next moment you feel like you're reverting back. But God is loving. He's never going to leave you where you are. He's never going to tell you you're failing. He's never going to tell you that you didn't do it right. He's never going to say, um... I don't like the way you did that. Well, sometimes he does. Sometimes he does. Sometimes God be cutthroat. But he's never going to say, you failed at this. You're not going to do this no more. Um, I think you're stupid. No, no. He's never going to do that. It takes time. Just how how JL took her time to, to lure him in and come in, you know, lay down and go to sleep. And you can hide from the Israelites for a minute and and you'll be okay. That's literally just how God talks to us. Come in, relax, lay down. And he isn't killing us in the physical. He's killing the old parts of us. He's nailing the old parts of us down, burying them. They can't live no more. They can't live no more. Giving giving us the honor, giving us the victory. The old selves can't live no more. God just how JL seen the seen the trauma and the hurt the Israelites had to go through under Sisera, God has seen the trauma and the hurt that we've had to go through based on our own decisions, based on what we thought, based on what we thought were smart, based on what our own our own understanding, thinking at such a low level, not even understanding the hurt and the trauma and how it, this is putting us in further damage. So God said, "Come in, relax, I got you," and then boom, next thing you know, we're a new creature in Christ living and talking and walking and who he called us to be. And a lot of people are not going to like this message because it's so hard to die to those old things. We've known ourselves. I know my old self for 21 years. I've known the way I thought for 21 years. I've known how I had my attitudes for 21 years. I know how I fought for 21 years. I know how I cursed for 20, 21 years. I, I know it all. But God is calling me to more. How God, Like how God is calling you to more. Cicero would have never thought J.L. would have tried to kill him, just like how we would have never thought God was was trying to transform us into something new. He is trying to transform us into something new, and it takes time. Now, the killing killing of our old self, it takes time, but you will start to understand what God is calling us to, what God is calling us to, and, and until at the end, we will always get the victory. We will always get the honor from it. We will always get the honor from it. So, y'all, I just wanted to come in and just express and explain to y'all that it is not easy. It is not easy. It is not easy. God is giving us honor and glory. Do not, do not be in such a space, in a place to where you're so confined in your own self, where God has to send somebody else. If he is sending you, if he's giving you victory, if he's giving you glory off of this, do not be so confined in anxiety and overthinking and should have been and could have been and would have been and rejection and regret that God got to send somebody else to do it because you can't step out of your own mind because you can't step out in what you used to be. You can't step out of hurt. Don't be that person to where God has to send somebody else when he's already giving you victory. Remember, the battle is literally already won already won so praise him in advance and also it takes time to die to your old self but God is willing and he is ready for you 
ready for you. Just how J.L. was ready for Cicero, God is ready for you, okay? And I'm not saying, you know, God's going to, you know, God is going to turn me into a prude and I can't have fun. No, it's literally like the old way of thinking, that old toxicness, the regret, all of that is being nailed down, is being nailed down. Unlike Cicero, we're going to be able to get up and walk and talk with the authority that God has given us. Cicero just did. Cicero, he just did. He, he ain't going nowhere. When I say nail down, I mean a metaphorical nail down, a metaphorical nail down of our old self, of our own mindset, of our own thinking, of our own heart posture. That's what I mean, nailing down, not physical nail down. We're not nailing down, being nailed down like Cicero, but the spiritual and physical nailing down of who we used to be, just like taking off clothes, taking off taking off the things we we don't like, taking off the things that we need to do better in, taking off the regret, taking off the anxiety, taking off the overthinking and putting on something new. God is going to give us victory. God is going to give us honor. He is sending us and we as um, the body of Christ, even if you aren't in Christ yet or if you are in the body of Christ yet, you have to stick to it. It is hard. And I'm pretty sure when JL nailed Cicero down, it wasn't a clean, a clean one-stop shop, a clean hit, and boom, he nailed. I'm pretty sure it took a little bit of time to get through the skull, through the brain, and to the other side of the skull, to the ground. It probably took a few hits. It didn't take one time. It, it probably wasn't a clean break. But <laughs> I'm saying that to say that it's going to take time. It's going to take a few hits to get it right. But God is patient. He loves us and he is willing to show us the right direction. He's, he just wants us to, to, to come in and experience it. God wants us to come in and experience who he's called us to be and experience how great and how merciful of a God he is. Um, because God has shown Barak that he's, he's going to give him victory. But God also showed Barak that because you refuse to do it, I got to give it to somebody else. And I'm pretty sure Barack learned his lesson from that. <laughs> so um, I hope you guys have a blessed and prosperous day. I hope this podcast was filled with nuggets. And I hope you guys um, understand and take something from today's podcast episode. So I love you guys. Stay positive, stay blessed, stay in the word. And God is always speaking. It's just a matter of us listening and honing in on what he's telling us. Okay, so have a blessed day, guys. I will talk to you guys in the next podcast episode.